Welcome to Remarkable Woman Radio. I am your host, Mandy Beverly. This is a podcast for women by women. As we know, a rising tide lifts all boats, but sometimes we know there can be a few stormy seas. So when the tough times happen, the proverbial hits the fan, what do you do? Who do you have to become in the process? That's the real story, and that's remarkable. We love to tell the story of women that are a few steps further ahead on their own entrepreneurial journey. They know exactly what it feels like to be where you are. So these women are not only paving the way for themselves, but they're also paving the way for the women that follow in their footsteps. This is Remarkable Woman Radio. Welcome along to Remarkable Woman Radio. My special guest today is Lainey Sachs. Now, she's all the way in Connecticut in the United States, and she has a company called Hortensia Blue Travel Adventures. Now, Lainey will craft custom journeys and adventures for individuals and small groups, and she focuses on real attention to detail. Um, and I like what she said on her website that she takes you to the heart of your destination and comfort in style and I've been on one of these um, trips before and I can totally um, recommend them so welcome along to Remarkable Woman Radio Lainey. Hi Mandy how are you? I'm great thank you it's so lovely to have you here. Thanks for having me. Now we have to say congratulations to you because you are now um, have a lovely big red stamp on your website, which says that you are listed as one of Condé Nast's top travel companies for Italy travel and European ex- expertise. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Can I just ask, how did Hortensia Blue start? How did it come about? So you never know when something happens, it could be something minor that happens in your life and you don't think much about it. And this was one of those things. Um, I was um, at the time working for a, um, a company, a German hiking boot company, and it was owned by an Italian company. And one of the Italian suppliers, you know, over the course of a f- two or three years at Christmas would send us a big basket filled with all sorts of local products from the area they were in, um, olive oil and jams and honeys and cheese and wine. And, and, you know, each year we would get this and I would think this is so wonderful. And, and I would try to find it. I would Google it and try to find it in the U S and I could never find it. And, um, so one day I wrote to them and I said, do you have a distributor in the U.S. and they said um, no they didn't but you know they would be interested in in having one and this hiking boot company that I worked for was an importer they imported from uh, from Germany and so they were all set up for uh, importing anything so I thought well how how hard could this be so I uh, set up a website and um, it was a little side hustle I still had my full-time job but I had this little website and I um, had no idea what I was doing, built a website and uh, started selling olive oil and imported non-perishable foods from Italy. And then it, it morphed into some table linens from Tuscany and some ceramics from Umbria. And, you know, you go to Italy and I, that then becomes travel. So I was traveling to Italy and uh, people wanted to come with me. And then it turned into a business of bringing people with me. Oh, how beautiful. 
took it a step further and then started planning travel for them everywhere. So it, I, I'd like to say it sort of started with olive oil. The, 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 the nickel version is it started with olive oil. Started with olive oil and look where it's, <laughs> look where it's look going. Where it's at. Yeah. So tell us how you've been coping over the past year, because obviously the travel industry has been decimated and, um, and that must have been quite a shock in a way. I mean, for all of us, we're, you know, cause we're all used to getting on and off airplanes and going and doing whatever we wanted to do. So just talk us through what's been going on in your life over the past year. When, COVID first hit, and I, I will say because I do a lot of business in Italy and it did happen, it hit Italy first, you know, we sort of could see what was coming down the pike. And, um, and when it happened, um, it was really hard because, you know, all of a sudden all of these trips needed to be canceled and taken apart. And, you know, there's just as much work in taking apart a trip as there is in putting the trip together. But what was happening is everyone was taking apart their trips at the same time. So, I mean, to get somebody on the phone, I mean, there would be hours and hours and hours on hold. And, you know, there would be, you know, you'd send an email and you just hope it, you know, would get answered. And then people were working from home, right? I mean, these companies all furloughed their people and, uh, Anyway, so so at the beginning, it was really tough. It was really tough. You're, you're really working really, really hard. And, you know, I always like to joke that it was, you know, we were working for negative money because mm-hmm. the money was gone. There, you were never, we were not going to get paid on this. And, and I think that um, we also didn't think it was going to, you know, we thought, when, what I think everybody did, right? What did we think? Oh, by May, it'll be over. By May. Okay, by, by middle of the summer. You know, we kept, we just never expected it to to last this long um but once all those trips got unraveled and canceled you know and here we are all you know in lockdown um and you know the decision you sit there and you go okay well this is going to start back up soon so um there wasn't ever a question of trying you know what do i do you know, what am I, should, is this, should I continue doing this, you know, having this career? So what I decided to do was to really work on my business. I mean, business before COVID, my business, it was so busy. I didn't have time to, to, I I mean, I, I had no processes and workflow and procedures. It was just like, just do it, get it done. And things would be like, you know, you know, okay, let me just, do this. However it was, there was, there was nothing was streamlined. And then when all of a sudden I have sort of had this time to really think about, I thought, Oh my gosh, those things are just taking me so long. So I really worked on, um, I really worked on workflow a lot. So, so processes and sequences that would probably take, you know, an hour to an hour and a half. Now we're just taking like, you know, five or 10 minutes. Um, Amazing. Yeah. 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 Um, I hired an attorney to redo terms and conditions because I never really had, you know, I found something on the internet, you know, that would maybe, (laughs) you know, I I mean, it was just sort of, I never really focused on that before. And all of a sudden, this is something that's really, really important, really important. So, um, and the attorney then also helped me 
um, not only with the wording and all of these things and, you know, sort of explaining all these things, but how to implement it, you know, how do you, um, you know, get that information easily to your clients. And um, another really big thing that I did was I rebranded and um, I was, the company was Hortensia Blue uh, Italian Adventures because I, I focus a, a lot on Italy, but I realized that um, I needed to have a name that better reflects my business because I uh, plan travel around the world. And with that, then it was a whole new website, which was a lot of fun. Um, and it's a beautiful website. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I have one complaint about it, though. Oh, tell me. <laughs> There's no pictures of New Zealand on there. We've got I'm to sorry. entice you, Do you down here. Do you know what? I will, I will, I'm going to put pictures of New Zealand on. <laughs> and then I'm going to come to... visit when I can. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I see that you've got, um, that you want to go to Antarctica one day. Well, you know, New Zealand's one of the last stops before you get to Antarctica, just so you know. <laughs> there we go. I'll piggyback the trip. Yep. There you go. Yeah. Well, I can help guide you around the place. No problem at all. Um, Thank you. So um, what's one thing that you wish you'd known when you began Hortensia Blue? Well, when I began it, I wish I knew that it was going to be a travel business because I probably would have done things really differently. Um, it wasn't expected to be a travel business and it just, things happen, you know, things happen. And I guess I didn't realize that, um, you know, travel was something I always loved, but I always thought of it as just a, a fun thing to do, right? Because everybody travels. We love to travel. Mm. And I guess I never really thought that it could be actually a career. Amazing. Have you, do you still import the products that you no. started? No. Okay. No, I shut that website down a couple of years ago. Um, I still have people on my email list from the very beginning and they've just followed me along and it's wonderful, you know, and they like to see how it morphed, you know, mm -hmm. the, 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 the core of the whole thing is still, um, me, you know, it's me. Yes. So I guess clearly that resounds that that hasn't changed. I guess maybe it's good to know that I haven't changed in the last 10 years. <laughs> no it's it's wonderful um have you were you were you tempted to start the import business back up over the past year or just wanted to focus on what you're going to do once this pandemic's over yeah I had no interest in going back to uh an import business mm -hmm. at all I didn't want to sell um a product right. I really love selling Travel. a service yeah yeah and it's a beautiful service, I know. And um, if you ever go on one of Lainey's travel adventures, then um, you will not go hungry. <laughs> That's for sure. Because I love it that you're all foodie as well and we stay in nice accommodation and everything's laid on. It is a real treat. So um, what has been a guiding principle or theme in your life over, over say, well, forever or even the last 10 years? Um, a guiding principle or theme. I don't know. You know, I think that, um, one of the things is, um, I don't take things too seriously. Um, I do, um, 
try to find humor in a lot of things. Um, I, um, you know, cause if you, sometimes if you really look at reality, you know, it, it can be, it can be daunting. So I think that's probably the, the one thing is I, I, I am a positive person. Mm-hmm. I am pretty much always a, a happy and upbeat person. So I guess that I could say that's probably how I, um, that's an, that's an important part of, of, of who I am and how I, I run my life is being uh, happy and upbeat. Yeah, that's nice. And I mean, when you are taking a, a group of people to a foreign country, which is foreign to them, obviously you're really familiar with it all, and there's language problems and there's money problems and there's all of these these sort of um, challenges that can come up, um, being positive and upbeat probably serves you quite well because um, when you put a, a group of human beings together, it can always be quite interesting, can't it? Yes, it absolutely can be. And the way I look at it, I mean, most of us, right, none of us are, are solving world peace or world hunger or, you know, um, finding cures for things, you know. So what we do maybe in our world is important, but in the whole scheme of things, you know, it, it really isn't. So we shouldn't take ourselves that seriously. And I remember that when I, the, the first group that I ever took to Italy and it was to Northern Italy, and this was a number of years ago. And, um, I was talking to a friend of mine who he was a chef and he, um, has a cooking school in Italy and was taking people. And I said, give me, what's your one piece of advice? You know, because I was a little bit nervous here. I was taking people, they were trusting me to, yeah. you know, to show them around, to, um, this was their vacation. This was their time. This was their money. And they were, you know, sort of giving it to me and saying, okay, you know, show us a good time. So anyway, one of the things that he said, and to this day, I still remember it. And I still offer that information to other people. As I said, what's the one piece of information? He said, just keep smiling. And I thought, well, you know what? That's great. Because there's a lot of things, whether you're leading a trip or, no matter what you do, there's things that happen that we can't control. You know, it doesn't help anybody to get all bent out of shape about it, you know. <laughs> I love that. Years ago, I was working for Air New Zealand as cabin crew. And you turn up for work at 11.30 at night and you could see that if someone was a bit grumpy, particularly the chief purser, if someone was grumpy, that attitude would just it would just flow on down, you know, to everyone. And you're like, oh, but if someone was really happy, upbeat and kind of just trying to, you know, look excited to go to work at 1130 at night, um, <laughs> you know, um, then that actually, that infiltrated, you know, the whole team as well. And I think that then, then works with the passengers when they're traveling, you know, and I think we really forget this, how important it is to, to I love your phrase not get bent out of shape over little things you know just just to keep keep on track with everything <laughs> I like and that. a smile goes a long way I mean we yeah. know we were bobbing standing in line at the grocery store right and uh you know people are just ignoring each other and you know doing their own. but if somebody catches your eye and smiles at you you know all of a sudden you just you usually feel better depending I suppose on what that smile really looks like but so you just you just automatically feel better yeah you know that it... yeah amazing amazing so over the last year 
Okay. So obviously you're, you know, I often ask people, how do you cope when things get tough? So, and so I'd love to know, you know, because it's really, business is hard and this year has probably, probably been one of the hardest years in particular for, for your industry. And so how have you, aside from doing all of the, you know, all working in the, or on the business, how have you actually coped yourself through this time? You know, I, I think part of it is the ignorance is bliss thing. I didn't know how long this was going to be, you know, so it just kept going, you know, I'm going to say, you know, just going to work every day and, and, and working, you know, just kept, you know, sort of one foot in front of the other kept moving. I will say that what it did allow me is all of a sudden I, you know, wasn't traveling, which is a huge part of my life. And, um, and I wasn't, um, booking travel. I wasn't on the phone, you know, with other time zones. I mean, a lot of times I would, you know, get up in the morning, you know, grab a cup of coffee. It would be first thing in the morning and I'd be on the phone to Europe because it's their afternoon. So, um, I didn't have that anymore. And I didn't have to be any place. There were no meetings to go to, no, you know, luncheons, nothing. So what I did start to do is I started walking. I started walking in the mornings. Um, and, you know, at the beginning, <laughs> then I started walking in the afternoons. So I will say that probably one of the things that, um, that I've done is I, I, taken this time where I, ever thought, I always thought I didn't have time and took it and did something that was really good. And now, I mean, a year into this, I couldn't, um, I can't start my day without walking or then, you know, over the winter, um, you know, cause we just finished our winter. Um, I uh, had got a Peloton, the Peloton bike. So, um, you know, I would do that um, or I would do an online yoga class. So I was doing something every day for me. And it was great. You know, I would walk and I would, you know, either listen to podcasts or I would talk on the phone and catch up with people. Um, you know, listen to, um, I'm always trying to improve my Italian. So listening to, um, you know, some Italian podcasts and Italian language, um, recordings and things like that. Oh, that sounds really cool, actually. And it's great advice, isn't it, just to actually take some time for yourself. And because um, I know a lot of women that I talk to, it's like there's no time. They're focusing so much on everybody else and taking care of everybody else. And, you know, and if you're in and out of the country all the time like you were, then there's even times even more compressed. And how do you see that um, that routine going once once the travel industry is back, how that'll be the next challenge is how do you maintain that, right? Right, and I think about that. You know, I really think about that because, um, and I, but I will say one thing: whenever I traveled, I never took like my sneakers and workout pants. I, that was just not my thing because when I was traveling, I didn't have time to you know exercise per se. You know, just walking was part of of the tour walking was part of the travel walking was part of whatever it was. And, um, 
And now, honestly, I think, you know, depending on the destination and where I'm going, I'm packing those sneakers and that workout stuff. And I'm going to, you know, if I have time, I'm going to, you know, get that, get that walk in. Um, yeah, it's hard, you know, because, you know, once we get busy, right, the, the, the self-care that yeah. just, that's way at the bottom. It's, we, you know, doesn't even move from, and I'll speak for myself, doesn't move. It's at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that I sort of saw what it does and what it can do, you know, it just, you can't help but feel better if you're outside walking or if you're, you know, even if it's freezing cold out and you're inside doing something for yourself, focusing on yourself, getting your blood moving, you know, for those of us that work at home, we don't move much during the day. No. And I think a lot of us during different forms of lockdown, you, you're then at your desk more and, and um, yeah, yeah. So it is one thing that we can do. That's amazing. So I like that. Now, if you could go back and talk to your younger self, Lainey, what advice would you give her? And you could go back to any age or stage, but what's one thing that you'd love, one piece of advice you'd love to give her? You know, I think the big thing is, is that, whatever you decide, it's not, it doesn't need to be permanent. I think that for a lot of us, when we graduated from college and we took that first job, we thought, oh my gosh, this is, this is it. You know, this is, this is going to be the career path that we're going to have for the rest of our life. And it's not true. You know, there's many, um, many different ways and many different ways you can go. And, and oftentimes that's, what's going to give you the step up to learn something else. That's going to take you in a different direction. Um, you know, I guess the bottom line is I would tell my, my, my younger self, um, you know, nothing is set in stone and there's always a do over. (laughs) I love that. Nothing set in stone. There's always a do-over. I love that, Lainey. That's brilliant. <laughs> um, so tell me, um, obviously, because you've been able to do over a lot of your trips that you had planned and things like that, what trips have you got coming up that um, you can tell us about? Because you do plan quite exciting ones, just saying. And um, and they are pretty, you know, there's lots of things that you include with them. So what are your... Um, you know, what are the ones that you've got coming up? Well, I am um, keeping my fingers crossed that Italy will open soon, or at least by September, because I have a fabulous trip to the Prosecco region that I've done numerous times. I take a small group. We stay in a small town um, outside of Venice, this was the one you were on. So you, yes, you, beautiful. You, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a marvelous, fabulous trip to just be, I mean, literally, I mean, and this is really how it was right. Mandy, every morning in this, you, you wake up in this little hotel in this little town square and you have your breakfast overlooking the little main piazza. And then we get in our little bus and we go someplace magical and wonderful and we're uh, in the region where Prosecco is made. This is it. This is the only place in the world Prosecco is made. It's made in the Prosecco region. And, um, and we're there during the harvest. So it's pretty cool to see the, uh, see the production. 
And, um, you know, we visit some of the smaller towns. We have a cooking class. We take a boat uh, down the Sile River and we go into Venice, into the Venetian Lagoon, and we stop in Murano and Murano. And um, we have um, dinner in the country out in an agriturismo. This year we have dinner one night in, um, in Venice, right on the canal, um, which are sorry about the one of the biggest things we've got this year is we have tickets to see Andrea Bocelli. Um, oh my and, goodness. Oh my uh, goodness. That's, that's on my, that's on one of my dream lists. That one. Yeah. It's, uh, it's amazing. We actually had the opportunity to see him a few years ago. Um, and it's in this town called Merostica in there in the piazza. And it is magical to, to see him in, this is the way he should be seen. So we have that trip, uh, which is super, um, relaxing because you just, I lead, I practically take you by the hand and just, this is where we're going today. And this is what we're going to do. And people are like, they're like mush because it's just such a relaxing. It's a beautiful part of Italy. Then in October, um, I'm taking another group to Sicily, which is, if you have not been Sicily, which is the, 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 the crossroads of so many different cultures, um, it's amazing. It's very different than the rest of Italy. And this is a different trip than the Prosecco trip. We, Italy's big, uh, Sicily's big. So we move around and it's a 10 day trip and we stay in a few different parts of, of Sicily. And, uh, we go to vineyards and we see a lot of, um, uh, of, of archeological, um, ruins that the the when you hear the stories that have, the whole thing just comes to life we have a cooking class with actually a couple of cooking classes we spend time in some of the bigger cities um towns and then some of the smaller ones in sicily it is if sicily um sicily should be on so many people's bucket list because it is unto itself it, the, the people are fabulous. The food is beyond amazing. Um, and the weather's always pretty nice too. Then I have for the following year, I have a trip to Tuscany, which, um, I don't want to talk about it too much. Cause I don't, I think it's probably pretty sold out. Um, <laughs> I think I only have a couple spots left on that, but that again is another one. This is, we're sort of going off the beaten path, Tuscany, and we stay in two different parts of Tuscany. We stay sort of on the Eastern part of Tuscany and the Western part of Tuscany um, and do some pretty amazing um, experiences there, including always cooking class, you know, food. I live for food. I travel for food. Um, I love to cook <laughs> and I always include that in my trips. We're going to see uh, to Carrara where the marble comes from. So that's mm. uh, super interesting. I mean, uh, this is where Michelangelo, uh, you know, got, got his marble from. Wow. So it's, Pretty, yeah, it's pretty spectacular. Um, and then um, in November of 2022, completely going very far away from Italy, uh, I'm taking a group to South Africa and Zimbabwe, which Beautiful. is another magnificent experience. I mean, Africa's for sure a bucket list uh, trip. And, um, and it is a trip that will change you. Hands down, it's going to change you. And, uh, you know, if there's any way anybody can get to Africa, sometime in your life, 
you should try to go because it's unlike any other experience you have. Oh, you've just painted such a beautiful picture. And I'm like, okay, so Sicily's now on the bucket list. Definitely Tuscany. I love Tuscany, but I'd love to see what you know about Tuscany. Um, because when we were there with three little kids in Siena and, you know, and Florence and, and anyway, so that's, that's lovely. You've painted such a beautiful picture. And of course, being to the Prosecco region, I, I, and I, I know sitting on that little balcony that my breakfast got smaller and smaller because I knew what you had lined up for the rest of the day <laughs> and to sit there and not have to worry about ordering wine. And they were all beautiful. It was, it's definitely, yes, put these places on your bucket list people definitely now that leads me to going you know if you were to be the the forecaster for the travel industry what do you see coming back what's the word from your you know from your um perspective or from some of your colleagues perspective um on how the travel industry is going to come back from this well, right now, what I'm seeing is um, a lot of domestic here in the U.S. travel. I've never really booked much uh, domestic travel, but this is, I am doing a lot of it. Alaska and Hawaii and Napa Valley and Maine and um, Yellowstone National Park, places that um, people go to, of course they go to, but, um, you know, we like to see the world, you know, yeah. you know, we're a big country, right? We, we, we can travel 3000 miles and you're still in America, still speaking the same language, still the same basic culture, the same foods, the everything. Whereas um, to yeah. go to other countries that, that to me, to be culturally curious, you know, that, that is the, the reason for me, for people to travel. You know, I love to work with people who are, culturally curious. So, so it is starting, I mean, this is what we're seeing here, domestic, for sure, domestic. Also, there are countries that are open. Um, and I'm obviously I'm looking at it differently geographically because these are countries that are closer to us, you know, Mexico, the Dominican Republic, Costa Rica, we can go to, um, a lot of the islands in the Caribbean are open. Croatia is opening. Greece is opening. Iceland is open. Wow. So these are countries that are open um, that we can, you know, travel to. Again, everyone has a different tolerance of, of travel. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. do you want to sit on a plane for that amount of time with a mask? Mm -hmm. You know, once you get there, you want to make sure that you're going to be able to have the experience that you want. You want to make sure everything is going to be open, you know, the country may be open, but are those experiences, you know, the, the museums that you want to see, um, mm. the excursions that you want to do, are those going to be available for you? Are the, the restaurants going to be open? Are there curfews? Um, you know, some countries, even though they're open, there are a lot of restrictions. Yeah. So it's, it's a, quite a planning process. Wow. That's actually quite, a, oh, that Absolutely. adds quite a lot to, to what you're doing. Yeah. Well, and I, uh, I'm going to Turks and Caicos in a few weeks with some other travel advisors. We're going to look at some properties and, um, you know, for Turks and Caicos, we have to, you know, like most places, first of all, you have to prove, have a negative COVID test, um, five days in advance. You have to fill out their health questionnaire they require 
travel insurance. And they also require, so medical, the medical part of travel insurance, and they also require quarantine insurance, which is a new thing, um, a new benefit that insurance policies are now adding that if you, and this is for Americans, because to come back to the U.S. from another country, you have to have a negative COVID test. Well, if you're in another country and somebody in your group tests positive or you test positive and you can't come back, yeah. you're stuck over there. So Turks and Caicos doesn't want people who, you know, to, to not be able to um, yeah. be able to afford to stay there. Yeah. yeah. So you have to you have to prove that um, Croatia um, is requiring a prepaid hotel reservation. So it's not, you can't just go with a reservation and you're going to pay on checkout. It needs to be paid in full that you need to prove before you can go into the country. Goodness. So, yeah, mm. it's not so easy as like it used to be, right? Not easy as what it used to be. And I mean, just adds that extra dimension to your business planning for people as well, you know, for, whew, that's quite a lot. So just before we go, um, if you could have dinner with three people, alive or dead, I love asking people this question. So if you could have dinner with three people, alive or dead, who would it be and why would you choose them? Hmm. Well, um, I think one would be Michelle Obama. Mm -hmm. um, I recently read her book and just, you know, I always liked her, but once you read her story, um, to me, I couldn't help but like her more. She's just such a regular person and a very introspective person and she's just a regular mom you know regular working mom mm -hmm. um uh, michelle obama barbara streisand because i have always been a huge barbara streisand fan and i like to sometimes you know pretend that i can you know sing just like her so i would love to be able to <laughs> meet a person does anybody and, agree with you on that one yeah not really no no um and um you know, and I love, I love to laugh. Jerry Seinfeld. Do you know Jerry Seinfeld, the comedian? Yes. yes um, you know, I, I, I've seen him a couple of times over the last probably, you know, 30 years in concert, in concert. Um, and I still remember, I don't think I've ever laughed as hard as I have at his, um, you know, listening to him. I'm just belly laughing, the tears running down. He is funny his humor is clean. Um, he doesn't make fun of uh, other people other than his immediate family. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, and he's incredibly relatable as a husband, as a father, as a guy. That's amazing. It's cool. I haven't heard any of those before. A lot of my guests, Michelle's turned up on a few of my guest lists, but um, um, none of the other two. So that's really interesting. And my final question is because this is Remarkable Woman Radio, obviously, and as a woman who owns who they are, what is most remarkable about who you are and what you do? You know, I, um, I am who I am. You know, that I could sing a Broadway, there's a Broadway tune from La Cajo Fall, I am who I am. Anyway, I, I am who I am. This is it. And I try to live my life that way. This is it. You know, I'm not going to change for you. 
Um, I'm not going to change. I'm not going to change for anybody. Um, I'm also still a work in progress uh, that, that all of these experiences, uh, the experiences I have, the people that I meet, um, all contribute to making me the person that I am. Beautiful. I love that answer. I am who I am. And we can't be anybody else, can we? That's the thing. No, that's where a lot of it. problems start is people trying to be someone they're not. Yeah, that's excellent. So, Lainey, how do people get hold of you? Well, uh, they can first take a look at my website, which is www.hortensiabluetraveladventures.com, um, O-R-T-E-N. S-I-A-B-L-U, traveladventures.com. Or they can easily email me at Lainey, L-A-N-E-Y, at hortensiablue.com. O-R-T-E-N-S-I-A-B-L-U.com. <laughs> so tell me, what does Hortensia Blue mean? It means blue hydrangea in Italian. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. There we go. So that's Lainey at hortensiablue.com if you want to get in touch with her and plan your travel adventure. Um, as we said at the beginning, Lainey is a specialist in Italy and Europe and now obviously moving around the world and we hope to welcome you into New Zealand sometime soon. Can't wait. So thank you so much for joining me today, Lainey. I love talking with you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to Remarkable Woman Radio. For more episodes and more details of today's show, please go to remarkablemindset.com. Let me ask you, what makes you remarkable? Remarkable.